Welcome to the Tough Block Podcast, the Tough Block Podcast tonight. Yeah, yeah. Now, welcome to the Tough Block Podcast, the Tough Block Podcast tonight. Yeah, yeah. Now, we, we, no, 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 we, Open the tub block, 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 What's good, Josh? Oh, hey, don't ever look at me in my eyes when you do that. I was trying to do a, I was about oh, to do a monkey shit. sound, but I was like, nah, I can't pull this out of my ass, bro. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's a good one, man. I just thought of that right when I pulled into the parking lot too. We're like, fuck it, let's just try. That's hilarious. How y'all doing, man? Good, man. It's been a while. Yeah. Been a week for real. Yeah. This is the only time we see each other now. Yeah, it is. Low key for real. Except for us, now you now you still actually came to Nogi Jiu Jitsu last night, <sighs> old boy Mario. For a little bit though. Yeah, he came to the end. Oh, and then just to back up, we're your hosts, DJ. Yeah, my bad. Monix. Mario. How and y'all uh, doing? How are y'all? <laughs> and this is the Tough Block Podcast. The toughest block. The toughest block. Um, but yeah, today we're going to have a guest on. We have one of my professors. He's been there with me literally since day one, since I stepped in the gym. Helped me my whole journey, my professor Mitch Bowles. He's going to be on with us a little bit and a little bit from now. But uh, first off, I want to catch up with our host, man. How y'all been doing? Chilling, man. Same old same. Yeah? Yeah. Just doing the whole new lounge life. Yeah. yeah. Bro, you're killing it though, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's doing well. It's doing well. It could be could be better, but... We're we're more word of mouth. Right. So, all your listeners come out, come check us out. Um, you can smoke a bowl inside. You could do a dab. You could get a a can of what they call can of beer, where it's THC, but it tastes just like beer. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> I don't know. Just drink a beer, <laughs> just drink a beer bro. Or just smoke a, a fucking blunt, bro. To be honest, but or, or smoke we a blunt them. and yeah. drink a beer at the same time. True. Yeah. Um, but we have infused lemonades, even CBD ice cream. Oh, the ice cream yeah. is fire too, bro. I need that, bro. Yeah. I need that in my life. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta wear suit and tie type shit to work now, huh? Now, yeah. Big time in us. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Still shopping at Ross. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mario? I've been pretty good. You know, I'm alive, so I'm alive today. So yeah. <laughs> you said you said last week you were gonna say something every podcast. <laughs> I said I was going to say the same thing every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And me, same old, same old. Just training, training, training. Yeah. Training like crazy this week, bro. Yeah. My body's hurt. Hurt, <laughs> hurt, hurt. My boy talking a lot now, though, man. What you mean? Kyron. Oh, yeah. yeah. He won't shut up, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I love it, though. <laughs> love it. Same thing with Sammy, man. Sammy getting he He's not talking yet. Just a little bit, but he's already starting to turn. Like he's almost ready to roll. Bro, honestly, those cheeks make him different than all the other two, bro. He got some chubby bro, cheeks. He's on my him. he's my fattest kid, bro. Like <laughs> my daughter was the definitely heavier one, but 
is because just the way she was built yeah. was thick. But Sammy, he's <laughs> he's the Michelin man. He, yeah, man. Little tubs. He's got them chubby cheeks, yeah. bro. He's a boy in the mission. Yeah. Only two months and he's 15 pounds. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was born at eight, so almost double his size. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> that is crazy. That's a yeah. big boy right there. A big boy. He got ass shots in his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing that. Just like. <laughs> But yeah, man, same same thing with my son too, man. He's getting long, bro. Yeah, I know I say I know. it every podcast, but every week he's getting longer, bro. Yeah. He's like a spider monkey. Yeah, no, for real. He's longer than Mario's whole torso. He's yeah. like a baby. He's like a baby KD. Yeah, bro, <laughs> for real. Baby KD with Kuzma curls. Right, for right. real. Yeah, we call him Baby Kuzma in the house. But yeah, man, I just want to get into a little bit about well, what we've been up to lately. Before we get into our guest, Mitch, of course. Oh. Yeah, so let's let's switch it up. I, I'm, we're going to save most of the sports for when our guest, Mitch, comes on. But I want to talk to you about, because the NBA season is starting really, really soon. How about some NBA championship predictions? You already know. What's it going to be? You're going to go like show? The Lakers. And? The Sixers. Lakers and Sixers? Mm-hmm. Dang, that's a what a prediction right there. What about you? I don't know. I don't know. I've been infatuated with Tyler Hero. That dude's yeah. a monster, bro. Um, and they got that dude. I think his name is Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, it's yeah. cold. Yeah, he is. I I never even heard of him until me neither. The past couple games. Me neither. He he sauced up Westbrook and and Harden on the same pl- in the same game. And who's a who's a kid from uh, Memphis? Oh yeah, John Moran. Yeah, John Moran. He looked nice. Bro, he looked yeah, nice. He looked smooth. Even Zion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> field even, goal percentage even, uh, monster, bro. Even, the whole Pelican squad uh, is chilling right now. Yeah, RJ. Even RJ is balling. Yeah. I I'm excited for this season, yeah, man. man. It's a lot of young talent. Yeah, and they're actually talented. Yeah, they are. Like man, Tyler Hero, bro. He's just <laughs> taking over the game down there. Really but is. I don't know, man, because. Dallas is gonna be oh, Luca, yeah, Luca and uh, and KP, uh, yeah, KP, Kristaps Porzingis, Porzingis, and they have him at the five now. Yeah, yeah, and he's still oh, no, balling. no, he don't. Well, he was playing the five at, during the preseason game. I thought it was Kleber who was playing the five. Well, he got some this time preseason, so they make some, they make some Yeah, that's true. Man, but I, I, I know we're Laker heavy, but. I'm excited for the Lakers season, bro. Yeah, I mean, bro, I'm already who, who, making my trip to uh, L.A. to go celebrate. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Like, who? Who's not, bro? Who's not? They look amazing. They Let's do, be honest. Bro. Let's be honest. And we're not even playing our hardest. We're just playing, like, regular ball. Even JaVale yeah. shooting threes, bro. bro. What the fuck? Oh, my God. JaVale looking nice, dude. Yeah, you know, that, does, that, leg, that leg fake injury yeah, that yeah. he did on hey, the... A- a- AD and JaVale... They nice together. They, yeah, are. they are. They're smooth together. They are. Yeah, bro. That that pick and roll from <laughs> LeBron from LeBron to AD to AD to AD yeah. to Javale. Oh yeah. my! It looks smooth. It looked smooth, like bro. like it <laughs> like a Nerf ball, bro. Like a Nerf basket. <laughs> like they were just playing outside. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, man. fuck me too. It's gonna man. be unfair. Finally, but bro. even D'Lo, like, uh, yeah. he hasn't been the same. It, it looks just, nice. It's, it's still preseason. He put up twenty nine yeah. last night. Oh, last night did yeah. he? Oh, he I did. Was but his field goal was like nine for like nineteen type shit. Still yeah. though, he was yeah. he was looking smooth. Well, this whole preseason they look terrible. I think him and Steph combined for sixty two or something like yeah. that. Sixty one. Uh, oh, that's good. It's his, it's a new team for him, so he just got to yeah. get used to it. You he know? better average over twenty two because you know Steve Kerr gave didn't, him the green light. Didn't the Lakers murder them? 
Uh, not last night. They lost last night. But then again, uh, AD and LeBron and them didn't play. Yeah, it was all over, the, all over yeah. the bench. Yeah. yeah. But then again, we can say the same thing for when the Lakers beat the Warriors because Steph didn't play. Oh, okay. That's true. So. And we just we just need a way to, to call Kuzma to come back. Yeah. And Surratt for sure. Yeah. Because Kuzma's out with that leg too, injury. He's not even playing. He's not even playing, no. bro. Yeah. And he's really going to be like our number one scorer. You think so? I think so. I think AD is going to be our number yeah, one scorer. So I, I mean, sure. he's going to be a number one scorer, but I feel like Kyle Kuzma is going to pick up that role too where he's going to be one of our top scorers. Yeah, he he's definitely on the will. Floor. Yeah. He better average over more more than 20. Oh, more than sure. 20? Yeah. With as many as You're much right. talent With as that squad, is, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard to get that much yeah. touches. I say over 16 is already successful. I mean, we were up by 30 and AD only had five points. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's – that's – Think, That's not realistic. Yeah, I think AD and LeBron both had double-digit assists that night, right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. <laughs> AD out there looking like a point guard. I know, bro. Bro, he's I doing know. everything. 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 He's so smooth, man. Bro, he's arguably the best player in the league. He might be. You think so? Right now, he might be. I mean, he's only, what, 26, right? And that size. Yeah. His skill. 26. It, man, his, his handle is nice, bro. Mm-hmm. He got a handle on him. I haven't watched the Clippers. How's the Clippers doing? Clippers, they, I'm, Paul George hasn't been playing, I don't think so. But yeah, uh, I think he was Kawhi, Kawhi's been playing. He's getting his, uh, he had a nice little rip on um, Luka. Fuck them. Oh, did he? Yeah, fuck the Clippers, though. But, yeah, man. <laughs> they look nice. Um it's going to be a nice rivalry. L- L.A. is just stacked with superstars yeah, right now, man. Yeah. That's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. I think the Clippers should move to Seattle. What the fuck? Or San Diego. Go back to San Diego. Yeah. Or Se- even come Seattle needs a basketball team. Or even Las Vegas, man. Las Vegas to be honest. Get, even be Las honest, Vegas. Yeah. I still Give us one, bro. I still won't fuck with y'all, but yeah. <laughs> right. Get out of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll be, they'll, no, they'll make another team. Yeah. But yeah, um, let's talk about before before we get into our guests. Let's talk a little bit about upcoming movies and stuff like that. Movies that we're excited for. Uh, has anybody got to see Joker yet? No, me neither. So don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll scoot right past that. <laughs> <laughs> I finally I've just not I finally just watched the Spider Man movie. It How was you good. Like, you like it? It was good. It was Ish. dope. Yeah, man. The whole yeah, it's been out already. It's already out on DVD, so I'm a spoiler. Yeah. But the whole Mysterio thing and the way that they did it to catch up with the times. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant, bro. How they use all those drones and everything. It made it look so real. Yeah. Oh, man. Casting illusions. That was dope. I'm disappointed that they wasted, um, what's his name? The actor? Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. So they wasted him. I don't think he's dead. Of course, but still, he could have been something better for Marvel. Yeah, that's true. I think. That's true. But uh, I'm excited for for the future. I, I see the Ryan Reynolds was at Marvel yeah. Studios. That was yeah. dope. That was sick. And they they said that they're gonna keep all the de- uh, the Deadpool's rated R. Yeah, they yeah. better. They have to. They have to. Right. Well, they could always just do the PG version again, like they did with the second one. Yeah. Yeah. And the second one was good. The PG one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for the whole movement, man. And. Also, I was told last night, I had no idea it came out already, but I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. And I didn't even know that Jay and Silent Bob came out already. The movie? The movie. Oh, the shit. The new one. Oh, shit. The, I didn't the know reboot. that either. Yeah. They're making fun of reboots in uh, this movie. 
I gotta watch it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know it came out. It's supposedly it's in select theaters, but I definitely want to catch that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, Disney Plus coming out again. Oh yeah. In November, I'm excited for that. Hopefully they have old shows on, man. Because I've been talking a lot. I miss Feel of the Future. Feel of the Future was one of my favorite shows yeah, of all time, but, bro. But see, this is the thing. Like all those TV shows that we used to watch, I don't want to watch again. Why? Because when we were younger, they were amazing. Yeah. Now watch if we go back and we're like, oh my God, this is shit. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I looked it up on YouTube. I saw a couple episodes. You know where they do it so bootleg where they have it in the middle of the screen? Yeah. And they skip over some stuff? Yeah. I watched it. I still like it, bro. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, I think it just brings that nostalgic maybe, stuff maybe. back. But yeah, I, I mean, same thing with the original movies. Yeah. It's definitely Disney looks. needs to get back on the game with those Disney originals. Yeah. This whole, um, what's the one that got all popular? It's my daughter's favorite fucking Descendants? Thing. Yeah, I didn't watch any of that. But it looks like trash compared to what Disney what we used watched, to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, man. I watched Halloween Town last night. Did you? And it's, nothing can touch it, bro. I still haven't seen it. I mean, I, I haven't seen it since fucking forever. Oh, I got to watch it again. Um, damn, we should make that a job top. Favorite Halloween movies or, or Disney, Disney originals? originals? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, we should jump. I'm that. with it because I was I was looking up a bunch of them, bro. Were you? You remember that one where it was a kid who had a clone? Yeah, did they made it out of the fucking uh, the sea monkeys? Yeah, that shit is stupid, bro. It's just just bringing back all that nostalgia. What was that? The Lawrence Brothers, right? I don't I don't remember who. Yeah, they're like Disney's big fucking family. Family actors, yeah, but they were old boys. There were like five of them. The, the they were the, like the white weigh-ins. Yeah, <laughs> the youngest brother on that movie. He he had a wrestling movie that Disney came yeah. out. with. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. but then again, I wasn't into that kind yeah. of stuff back then. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't remember it being that good. I think it was terrible. You remember that one where that that dude started turning into a mermaid? Oh, his thirteenth yeah. birthday. Thir- uh, the 13th, 13th year or some wish shit? or something, some, something some like, shit. That. Some yeah. shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that was a good one. That one was trippy too. It was funny because the dad was like all fucking weirded out. Yeah. <laughs> he was all bugged out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you were the one that fucked a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, weird ass. Who the fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, man. So let's get off of the, off the movie and stuff. Let's introduce our guests here. We have Mitch Bowles, our professor at Gracie Humaita, one of our professors. And we're going to bring him on. All right. Welcome back to the Tough Block Podcast. Welcome back. We got our special guest on today, Mitch Bowles. Whoa, whoa. What's how happening? You, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm good, man. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. Mad love, you know. Like I said, I grew up over here on the east side, so it's nice to come back and see something as nice as what you guys got going on. Right, right, right. You, right. Appreciate you. Yeah, we, this, this whole library is so nice to have on the east side, man. Yeah. Wow. It's different, yeah. way Gem. different when yeah. it's coming up. Mm-hmm. Right, way different. Yeah, they just built this thing this year too, so it's brand brand new. Yeah, yeah. I still smell the new smell. Right, <laughs> yeah. for now. And it's for in now. the cut too, man. Yeah, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, hidden. Yeah. So first off, I wanna I wanted to get into a little bit about yourself, like your background. You want to tell us how how you started, where you from? The, Man, me, myself, right? Mitch Bowles. I come from Long Beach, California, hey, right? Strong so, Beach. Strong Beach, exactly, <laughs> right? 562. Right, there you go. So coming up early in my years, I wasn't raised in Long Beach. Um, I was actually left there when I was five years old. And real interesting is um, my cousin Duke, real big um, influence in my life. He um, grew up with Snoop Dogg, right? So right. Snoop Dogg, Willie McGinnis, my cousin, 
all of them were over there on that side, right? right. So 21st in line. That's where yeah. my uncle's house is. 2114, right? So they was over there growing up, coming up out of there. So I was a little knucklehead kid running around about two years old, learning how to cuss and fight and do right. everything you want <laughs> right. to do. Right. And a lot of my family, you know, they were in the gangs and doing the different things there. So my dad recognized that and he was like, you know what? I need a better influence for my son. So he moved to Vegas. And when he moved out here to Vegas, he decided to <clears throat> come here for roughly 10 months or so. And then he grabbed my mom and my sister. We came out. And then I grew up actually off of Arville, like my, my early, early days was right. like right off of Arville by Clark High School. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I always remember these little apartments, man. And it was so funny because me coming up, little dude running around and I remember, always remember being on my big wheel. Oh, right. And I was riding around all the time. It felt like it was oh, the world whipping. was, the, yeah, whipping. The, the world was huge, right? <laughs> and so we was like, you know, we was kind of in there doing our thing and then from there, we ended up moving to the east side over off of uh, this street called La Brea. So it's right behind yep. Oren K. Gregson. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's where I spent till I was about eight years old or so. And then from there, we moved on down to the street called um, Olino. So it was back off of Stewart and Page. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. And then that's kind of where eight years old, I went and kind of moved on from there. So I was able to, I guess, grow and mature, right? Right. Didn't see a lot of different ethnicities. From where I was coming from, and then to get to high school, going to El Dorado. Well, right. Like I said, I went yeah. to El Dorado, but the way I got there was through Orin K. Gregson, right? Right. Then from Orin K. Gregson, I went to Madison. Okay. Right, and I was over there at that because that was when it was just a sixth grade center itself. Yeah. Mm. Then left Madison, and that was very interesting because coming up, I was kind of like a little bit of knucklehead. Me and Matt was talking about this the other day, and. I got involved in martial arts when I was eight years old. Oh, but it okay. was because my dad was like, man, I'm whooping this kid all the time. You know what I'm like, I don't know what's <laughs> up with this boy. I got to figure out some way to get some discipline in it. Yeah, for and sure. so that discipline was Taekwondo, right? Hey, and uh, ended up getting to do that. Really fell in love with it. So from there, I started getting better in school, right? And that discipline kicked in. Yeah. So by the time the sixth grade came around, I was already um, getting straight A's. Wow. Uh, never missing school, attendance was perfect, and doing those things and just kind of making my dad proud. Because that was one thing, you know, my pops is a big, 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 big factor in my life, you know, because he did right. a lot to sacrifice to get us where we at. So, there you go. And that's kind of how, how that part happened. And then I kind of blew up, I guess you would say, when sixth grade, seventh grade came, like right at the end of the sixth grade, I met my best friends. So my boy Rick Ross, my boy Marcus Maxwell, and my friend Roberto Watley, right? So all of them, we all grew up. We was the gang, right? right. And Ricky Ross got me involved in football. And then mm. once he got me involved in football, the sky was the limits. But we didn't know at that time. You know of what I'm saying? We just out right. there playing, just balling, doing whatever. Right. And it led me into, you know, college scholarship, being able to provide an education for myself. And right. Just make everybody proud. My one thing is uh, real big on is is pride, right, and loyalty. For sure, for sure. So I've always looked at that. Yeah. yeah. So starting out, because me and my brother, we both played for El Dorado <laughs> too. So it's the, actually yeah. we came from Carson. Yeah. Uh, Dad moved us out here because yeah. of the same exact thing, trying yeah. to get us away from the life. Yeah. Yep. And that pops up our whole our whole family from our uh, from my dad's side. They all part of the hood all part of the gang life you know and um yeah from from being in LA it wasn't a time that we didn't see a, a low rider it yeah. wasn't a time you know like even when our uncle Duke passed away 
And uh, he was a big time, big time uh, thug. And, yeah. you know, everybody came rolling up. You know, then when we moved here, it was like, where did everybody go? Right. Yeah. Like, there ain't no, there ain't, there ain't nothing out here like that. It was a lot better. Yeah, it was way crazier. And, uh, man, that's crazy because you even went to El Dorado. So, how was your El Dorado life? So, El Dorado, man, I got there and, man, El Dorado was crazy, right? Yeah. So, in 1990, I would say, 19, because I ended up going, you know, four years. So, I ended up getting there in 19, like, 92. Somewhere in there, right? 92, 93, 94, 95, right? Oh, okay. So in like 91. And they just won state in 91, right? They did. Yeah. And so I was actually able to witness that, right? We yeah. won six to nothing. I think we beat McQueen or whatever. Yeah. It was like a huge thing because Quincy Harrison, Chris Myers, um, DeRobert Kelly, yeah. Antoine Fobbs, like all these big names, you know, was recognized and we got to see, see them play, which was really, really cool. Right, right. But the year before that, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, a kid that I got murdered. So, right, everybody's going to school first day of school, right? So the kid gets shot in the head. So the very next year, when we go there, as my first year in freshman in 92, and they had us walking through the metal detector. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I mean? Same thing when we were there. Big brawls, right? You get in there and pow. So that lets you know how old I am. You know what I'm saying? Right. 42. Right? Just even turned 42 in July. couldn't even tell. Even though couldn't he looks younger tell. than me. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. You look good yeah. for your age, man. Yeah, for real. Couldn't so, even hey, tell, G. Back in the day. So we came up then, and it was El Dorado, but like them cats like turned it to the dog pound. Yeah. So, Everybody be like, oh, where'd you go to school? I went to the dog. Right. And it's like, huh? The dog? Like, El Dorado Sun Devils, how does that even equal out? Yeah. I don't know the story. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just a dog. Yeah. You know? We went yeah. there and we did it. So I went in as a freshman, right? So I come from playing some Pop Warner football, playing defense and having fun. And everybody wanted to see Mitch Bowles touch the ball, right? And it's not like I'm saying I'm a special cat or anything like that. I mean, but they knew I was him. fast. Yeah. Like, and they was like, yo, we see what he could do with the football. Because in practice... You know, I get to play around as a scout running back. Right, and they be right. like, this boy, boy my got something. Right. So I was telling Matt, man, first time I ever touched the football, right? So we out there, El Dorado, who are we playing? Oh, man, I, I'm going to go back. I got to go back. I think it, it wasn't Chaparral. Valley. Okay. First time I catch, it was sweep right, sweep left, right? So Coach Trujillo, that was my boy, right? He gives me the sweep right. So you know me, I catch the ball. I start running around the corner. See everybody jam packed. I was like, oh, let me turn around and go the other way. Went back the other way, 73 yards. First time oh, you ever touched the football, right? And then Reggie there, Bush they, on them. Yeah, they was like, oh, it's on the cracking. So that's all we did. Sweep left, sweep right. Right. Sweep left, sweep right. <laughs> Give Mr. Ball, right? right? And then every now and then, fake a sweep and come on an inside handoff, get yep. a counter to my best friend Marcus Maxwell. Boop, he was hey, gone out hey. the window. And so we had fun, man. We did. Um, now, when I came up playing football, in Pop Warner, they had the Wildcats. Okay. Wadey Perkins, Derek Boyd, Donald McCall. Oh, man. And these are all cats. Names that I'm giving you now, these are all kids that went on and played in the college and played big time. And right. Some of them even made it to the pros, right? And their team, nobody could touch them. Yeah. So it was like Gorman. Right, right, But right. this was the hood because they were straight from the west side. Right. Right. So you when you came out there, like they coaches and they, it was just rowdy. Yeah. And if you've ever seen Friday Night Tights. Oh, right. 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 Yeah. That was them. You know what I'm saying? Straight yeah. up. Yeah. And we was the team that kind of had like a little bit of the sponsorship. And so it was, you know, we had some of the um, Caucasian kids on the squad. Right. We had, you know, a couple. And then, you know, you had your, your black kids who was kind of like give them the ball all day long. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> we had, we yeah, had yeah, decent yeah, uniforms yeah, yeah. and all of that type of stuff. Had nice banquets. Right. right? Mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, coming up through there, we get to high school, and then, like I said, it was just killing the game, like just having fun. And we didn't really recognize a lot of things back then as if we were going to these camps because the kids nowadays, they have a lot of privileges, a lot of special, yeah. oh, right? Sure. You, you're for going sure. to this football camp. You got this ESPN number one, number 30 in the nation yeah. and stuff like that. And we were out there. Our camp come, uh, what, November, like, 25th, right, at Thanksgiving? Yep. We meet over at this little uh, high school or at the little um, elementary, play football. Yep. Eight hours. You know, you got 10 people on one side, 10 people on the other side, and it's more like heads up, seven up, just killing each other. That's really what it is. And then we would even break down to the point where uh, a few of the other cats coming from Clark High School. So you had, his name was um, Clarence Lawson. You got Phil Glover. Them cats, they were some big names back then. We would all just get together and just go out and play uh, football, and we would kind of do our own camp. Right. Like, all right, all-time quarterback, run a route, try to stop him. Yeah. So we would just do that stuff. And so El Dorado was cool. That was my freshman year. Balled out, did good. And at the end of my freshman year, they moved me up to varsity. Um, at the end, like, because the playoffs was there and stuff like that. Of course. So I got to see a couple of people play. I got to do a couple of things. And then the following year comes around in my 10th grade year. I jumped on to varsity squad, and I started at corner, played some defense. And everybody wants me to play defense. So, right. I, mean, I guess as we go a little bit further on, you'll see why that, that becomes very, very important. But remember, Mitch Bowles should have been – Running back. A cornerback. Cornerback. Oh, okay. I started out as a cornerback. Right. Migrated my way over to running back. Had super success. But everything should have led me to be a corner. Right. You know, and I'd have an NFL story for you now. Right. <laughs> you got the the proto prototypical corner height, too. To be yeah, honest, size. you got some length on you, too. Everybody looks at me like, yo, what'd you play? Yeah. Let me guess. Cornerback. Right. <laughs> like, nah, I was a running back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you must be fast, huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, then my junior year comes around. And right in my junior year, we had this dude. His name was Roderick Ivory. Roderick Ivory was 225 pounds, six foot three. Damn. Cat ran a 10 200 meter dash. Damn. Boy. So we run the, we made up the four by one team. So we got to win, stayed in that. So I was running track, right? And he was our anchor. And I was a second leg. So we have a bunch of good, nice stories from track too. Like we was just crazy wild kids out there balling. But the, on one of these track meets we had going on, we were going against Green Valley. And so everybody wanted to see Mitch Bowles run against this dude. He was a senior. And the funny thing about it, this guy is he was dating a girl from our high school. And so, you know, she was one of the baddest girls in right. school. Right. And he was, like, supposed to be super fast and supposed to be super talented. So everybody, you know, hyping it up. So coming out the uh, first leg, right, boom, they take off. And we're behind probably by about, you know, five meters, somewhere in that, in that nature. He gets the, gets the baton and he takes off running. And so I get the baton, like, second I'm in the middle of the pack. And I was moving. And I catch up to him halfway through, right? So I ate up the distance, caught up to him. I looked at him and gave him a nod, like, he oh, ran off and left no. him. I gave the baton to my, to my best friend, Rick Ross, and he bent the corner, turned it around to Broderick, and we walked in. We took state easy. Damn, so, that was smooth. <laughs> it was, hey, and so soon as we was done, right, the crowd was tripping. Because you could see it. It was like, specifically, I made that gesture, and it looked, you know, like I was clowning. Right. 
here comes my coach, man, Elvin oh, Gray, boy. one of the greatest dudes. Man, he's a big influence <laughs> in my life as well. He comes running across the field like, Bowles, what are you doing? You could have got us disqualified. And everybody was like, that was cold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, you know, a couple of stories there. And then, you know, from there, Roderick Ivory, the reason why I brought him up is he was huge, man. He was fast. He was big. He was strong. But everybody always said when he played football, he wasn't really like physical. Thank you. Right. But he was a track dude. Like the dude straight up was track. Well, what position did he play? He ended up playing running. He was a running back. Oh, okay. But he was behind uh, one of our other star running backs named Tony Jackson. He was behind him. And then when Tony Jackson ended up graduating and stuff, Broderick got in every now and then. So they knew Broderick was going to be the man because Broderick had 50 carries in my sophomore year. He had like 500 yards and like five touchdowns. So the coach was like, yo, we got something here. This guy is cold. So come the junior year. They got Mitch Bowles back on defense, but now they got me playing a little bit of offense, a little bit of defense, right? And Roger gets hurt. Like, so the first four games, me and him are going back and forth. True story. We went out to Cali, and we got to play against Tony Gonzalez back when mm. he was at a – oh, I can't remember the school, but it was a, one of them Cali schools that he came from. And I knew it was him. He was, like, number 29 at the time playing mm-hmm. running back. Right. Like, wow, oh, to see, that, he, yeah, to see yeah. that he's in the Hall of Fame and stuff right. like that. So Tied wow, in. Yeah. I had a couple carries against him. I did real good. So, it's like I was um somebody who always would spurt, like, boom, 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 boom. Right. Like and just do my, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, then come the game against Las Vegas High School, it was four games into the season, and then Broderick ended up getting his knee. So, he was running through the hole. And because he didn't actually attack the hole, he tried to stop and move back. They hit his knee. Ooh. Messed up his, uh, I think it was his ACL or something Damn, like that. Because we didn't man. remember back in the day, we didn't really have a lot of yeah. injuries that you could just be like, oh, yeah, that dude got a concussion. Like, I was playing yeah. all day with a concussion, mm-hmm. I think. Right. Maybe, I don't remember. That's probably why I couldn't remember half of the things that I did. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you remember honest, that? Well, I don't know. To like, be honest, I mean, we talk about CTE all the time, yeah, yeah. all the time, especially our experience at El Dorado that, I mean, now it explains the, the name of L Dog. Yeah. Because we never knew where that we came from knew. either. Yeah. yeah but we was dogs, man. Yeah. We was, man. Everybody hated us, but because we turned it into it. it right. Was, it, was, it was a hardcore school. Right. For sure. But when we went, our coaches, I mean, they tried, but they didn't really teach us shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. every time that we tackle, we leave with our heads. Yep. And, and I took so many time. concussions because we had no line. I was yeah. playing Q. So yeah. hit yeah. every play. Yeah. Get off my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No we, doubt. We had some wild times at Eldorado too, but uh, we didn't have no winning seasons though. No. Yeah. No. We had a few. I mean, we, we basically made it to the playoffs yeah. and then lost the first round of the playoffs. Oh, uh, right. So, and so then – Broderick gets hurt, mm-hmm. and so they put me in. And this is against Las Vegas High School, right? So I ended up finishing that game with, like, over 200 yards, two touchdowns. So they was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll be all right. Broderick get better. <laughs> <laughs> then after that, I went on, like I was telling Matt, I went on and ran for 1,000 yards in six games. Damn. And we played Valley in the playoffs, right? Get to Valley, and it's like I had, like, 11, 12 carries for 181 yards and another two touchdowns. So I ended that season with over 1,100, and I only played seven games. And that was like a real big, like, man, just imagine what he would do with a full season. Yeah. That's huge. Hell yeah. So next year is what, my senior year now? Yeah. Yeah, full season comes about. Man, it, I, got, I got the highlight on my, on my phone. So everything that I say, I'm not that type of person that's going to really be like, tell you. I'll tell you about my accolades, and I'll just tell you what I did. Right. But I can definitely – Show you what I did. Right, right. So, like, I didn't get a chance. I ain't showed you that. I'm going to no, show you. I'll show you my highlight. Yeah. So, my senior year comes around. First game. 
we had this little cat named um, Bullock. They brought him up from sophomore, and he was cold too. Like the dude, he was killing it in the junior varsity level and the yeah. freshman level. Like their right. team went undefeated and stuff like that because hey. he was that good. Like he was running six touchdowns a game type of Damn. deal. Play brought him up. So the coach was like, man, we got a great squad. So we had George Gordon, we had Mitch Bowles, and then we had Bullock. You know George? Wait, is that yeah. Coach George? Coach George, yeah. Wait, sure. what? Big yeah, boy. Man, that was my fullback, son. What? Oh, what? my God. What? Oh, my man, God. Man, he calls me every day. His dad was the boxer, dude. Yeah. yeah. He went to, he went to um, Utah. He was, right? Yeah, yeah uh, but Dixie, right? Dixie, yeah. Dixie he went, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them, oh all of them boys. Yeah, all of them. So, me, because... <laughs> For my high school, right? right? So from the sixth grade all the way till I graduated from high school, uh-huh. straight A's. I got a B in English, and it was 89% when I was a freshman. But other than that, I graduated with a 4.21 GPA. So it was always funny because they're like, man, his GPA is almost as fast, as low as, you know, as fast as his 40 time is or whatever. Because right. I ran like a 4.38 in, in high school. So, like, that was a real, you know, that was one of those funny things that it was. So, all of my peoples that you guys are talking about, and probably a lot of them that you know that were, like, coaching you guys, yeah. they all made their way to Dixie. Because, man, right. it was El Dorado, bro. We wasn't going to yeah. school like right. that. Right. To be honest. To be honest. To be honest, yeah. yeah. I, I went to school because, like, I always wanted to make Pops proud. Right. And that was the one thing that always stuck with me. I'm like, I'm going to make Dad proud. So, I go to school. I don't get in trouble. None of that type of stuff. Right. And I graduated and got a scholarship and went on to school. Hey, there you go. Everybody else, they was ballers too. But yeah. they all went to Dixie. Right. There you go. There you go. Man, my best friend, right. Rick Ross. Uh, yep. George, he went to Dixie. Bullock went to Dixie. All of them cats, man. So... I felt like we had a coach Rick too. I feel like it too. Yeah, holy hell, man! man this, this just blew my mind. Dog. I told what you, bro. Rick was, bro, Rick was over crazy. there. So, what oh, age man. am I dealing with? Uh, you graduated. I graduated '09. So he was yeah. there since. Yeah, 05. Rick Ross. 05. He was a uh, Rick Ross was coaching the because he got a chance to get out there and he was coaching yeah, the special teams and then the wide receivers. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because yeah. coach. Uh, because Coach George was my freshman year coach. He was yep. the head coach, and then uh, he became our running back coach on varsity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. George is crazy, man. Yeah. I actually yeah. saw him at Walmart a couple of weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. He, just, he just called me the other day. He, was he like, still got that red oh. Cadillac? Oh, no, no. Oh, man. <laughs> he was like, Bose, hey, man, I need help. Because I'm a cell phone guy now. So he's like, hey, man, I'm going to go into AT&T. Who I need to talk to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude, I remember he bought one of those uh, – Slingshots, right? No, it was uh, the two-wheeler in front with the one oh, in the yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that was when it just came out, too. And, and you know, George got big, man. Yeah, George got big. Yeah, but his ass rolled on that thing. Man, Still George, came to practice like George nothing. Big, bro. Yeah. Didn't play. Yeah. But, yeah, so then, like I said, the senior year comes around, and so there's three of us running the ball in the backfield, right? And so the controversy was like, all right, is Mitch going to ever really just get to run the football just himself in that season? And I was like, I don't care. As long as we win, I, I'm – I could care less. Didn't matter right, to me. Right. And I played some defense too, so I had just had fun. I just was out there with my boys and playing. So the first game of the season, runoff, nine carries, hundred and fifty some yards, two touchdowns. Right. I'm like, all right, cool. So then the very next game, we go up against uh, Cheyenne. Mm. Man, that game right there was one of the games, probably like a defining game for me, because Cheyenne was the boys right they was on the side they got all i don't know how everybody got over there but they got like a lot of the hood kids right <laughs> and so in the newspaper after my first game they was like oh bowls rolls and blah 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 and so they was talking to the coach for cheyenne he was like we're gonna tackle <laughs> them people just didn't tackle him <laughs> man first half four carries 
six yards, mm-hmm. and I fumbled. Oh. So I go to halftime, and I regroup, and I'm like, man, come on, y'all, let's ball. Finish the game, 12 carries, 122 yards. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And I had hey. my 68-yard touchdown, right? Hey. But we were running the wishbone. So right, I wasn't right, getting right. the football straight of up. Course. So the first game was nine carries. Second game, 12 carries. Then as the season went on, we kept going that stuff back and forth. And we ended up dropping a few games here and there. And so then coach was like, man, let's just go to the I formation. And so this is the story I was telling you. So the I formation, we go back to the standard El Dorado, I formation, hand it mm-hmm. off to the running back. So my best friend Marcus had left my senior year, and he went over to Durango. And that was the first year in 95 that they opened up. So then with him, he jumped in. He had a game against Silverado, same time I had the game against Basic. Right. So he ran for like 225 yards. He had a couple touchdowns. He was killing them, right? So he come home. He was super happy. Right. He was like ready. He was like, hey, boys, I got you this time. He was like, every week you outrush me. He was like, but I got you this time. Right. And so I didn't say nothing. I was like, right. all right. I was like, good. Hey, you got 225. I was like, way to go, boys. You know what I'm saying? Way to go, Marcus. And he was like, all right, all right. So then here comes Monday. Newspaper, because Sunday they used to put our stats in the the paper or whatever. Yeah. So he gets the paper. He calls me, cussing me out, like, yo, man. He's like, nigga, you, man, he's like, dirty, bro. Why you need to say nothing? He's like, you ain't going to tell me you ran for 300? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I ain't going to say nothing. You know, you was balling. So I didn't want to take your shine. He was like, nah, that's bull. He's like, I'm going to get you one day. So at the same time, he ran for 225. I had uh, 19 carries. I had 306 yards. Damn. And I had five touchdowns. Damn. Damn. So here's the real breakdown of that, that game. The 19 carries that I had, I had four touchdowns in those 19 carries. My 20th carry was a touchdown, but they called it back. They said there was holding. So I ended up with 19 for 306 when it should have been 20 for like, 340 and some change. Damn. And I didn't even play in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Came out of half my coach was like, yeah, you're done. <laughs> so we put this other cat in and he actually broke for like a 70 yard, 60 God, yards or whatever. Man. So I could have probably ran for whatever. Well, I another wanted. extra 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there were some different highlighted games along the way. So we went again. We played against uh, Green Valley earlier in the season. So that game was like highly touted. It was a big game because you had everybody from the Wildcats. Right. Derek Boyd. Donald McCall, all of them big time namers went to Green Valley. And this is where James went to school. So that's why James knows of me and my escapades back in the day, because he used to be on that side and he would just know, oh, Mitch Bowles is coming into town. So, like, if you ever ask him, he's like, man, you don't know who he is? Like, nah, don't nobody know who I am, man. (laughs) I'm like, keep that, keep that to yourself. (laughs) So, that game, I had, I think I had 10 carries. It was like 100. 30 yards or something like that. We get to the end of the game, though, and we're down 30 to 32, something in that nature. Very last play of the game, they throw me a pass. I catch the pass, make a couple of moves, head to the inside. Everybody jumps on me. Boom, I bounce out the pack, heading down the sideline. My boy, Tory Burkett, he's running on the sideline. He's looking like, how did you get out of that? (laughs) And so he's looking at me, and I'm running up the sideline, and then – there's one person that he has to block, and then I walk in, we win the game. Right. He doesn't block that person. I cut back. He catches me on the 20-yard line, oh, and we fall down, man. and we just sit there, man. We just crying because we lost. And oh. it was just – it was crazy, right? So the right. game was – it was amazing. And, like, everybody was there. It was highly touted. You know, Wade Perkins was a real good running back there, so me and him was battling back and forth. And so, you know, we had some great times, had some fun. And so 
you know, Cheyenne was like, oh, he got lucky, blah, blah, blah. So that was Cheyenne then. And then we get to the end of the season. And right after that game that I had the 300 yards in, they was like, all right, we're just going to give Mitch the ball. So the very next game, we played Rancho. And then against Rancho, they had gave me 33 carries. And that time I had like 160 yards. You know what I'm saying? I almost scored a touchdown. I think I got a two-point conversion or something like that. But it was my dad's favorite game because he was like, you know, everything I did was always like a couple carries here and then he's gone, a couple carries here. But that game actually grinded it out, right? right three right, carries, right. controlled the clock, we won the game. Those so matter too. Yeah. We won 10 to 8. Oh, man. Wow. Right? So that game was over. Now we go to Cheyenne. Right. And we go into the playoffs. And we're going against them boys again. Yeah. Longest touchdown I ever ran. Caught them slipping, 81-yard touchdown. Right. So I always got stories with my stuff just because it's a lot more fun that way. Of course, yeah, man, absolutely. of course. We're walking out onto the field. Okay, so now the scouts are there. There's a scout from San Diego State. Nice. He's out there, right? We're coming in and warming up, stuff like that. And Cheyenne's good. Prelude or end of the story, however you want to say it, they whooped our butt. But inside of the game, I see him. Standing at the end of the end zone because, you know, he was around the free, just doing his thing, watching stuff. And I'm in the eye formation. I got my hands down, and I look up, and I see the coach down there. And I'm like, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> as soon as he hikes the ball, I take a step. George blocks for me, knocks the dude, knocks him out. Hit the middle, 81-yard touchdown. Hey. Boom, gone. And I get down and I see him. And it was so funny because in my mind, I'm like, I'll be there in a minute. And then as soon as I got the ball, I ended up down. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I ended that game like with 12 carries, 141 yards, two touchdowns. God. And then we walked out. You know, and that was it. And everybody used to say, man, we was, uh, they used to always be like, man, he's so tough. You know, because everybody would tackle me. And I was small. I was 160 pounds back then, like 163, wasn't too big. And they would just like always try to intimidate me. But one thing you ain't going to do is intimidate. Right, right. You know, I'm a dog, so yes, sir. I just I come get at you. So <laughs> that was how high school ended up. Right. Saying, Great time, man. Had man. fun. And So what college did you play at? Got a scholarship to go to Kansas University. Hey, I'm a Jayhawk. Jayhawk. All day hey. long. No matter how bad we do, no matter how uh, less miles is there now. We still ain't balling, right? Two right. and four. It don't matter. Right. <laughs> when I got to Eldorado, or I'm sorry, when I got to Kansas University, our first year was our most successful year, right? Right. So I redshirted, and we ended up making it to the Honolulu Bowl, beat UCLA, hey. Hey, 51 to 30. You know, I was out there on the sideline, wilding out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't get to play that year, right. but they did bring me over to travel. Yeah, that's cool. Because they snuck me back to defense. Uh, so these cats got me to go to KU because they was like, hey, Mitch Bowles, you know, we want to come out here and play. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm coming. Uh, you got a good school for architecture because I want to be an architect. Play running back. And I need a highlight film of Barry Sanders. So they made all that happen for me. One of the reasons why I really, really went there is because when I went to, like, UNLV on my trip, mm -hmm. like, that little dorm was crazy, like, and whatever. And then I went to Fresno State, same thing. I got to eat with Coach Sweeney at his house, you know, sat mm. down with him. And then they were like, you know what, we're not going to lie to you, Mitch. We're going to bring you in, and we probably think, you know, maybe your first year you might not play, but your second year, we're pretty sure you'll start at cornerback. But, you know, you might start in the, start beginning at, at corner, right? That's what they told me at Fresno State. UNLV was like, you can do whatever you want. Right, right, <laughs> of course. And then I went to Kansas, and then I was supposed to go to Washington State, and then Colorado State. 
once I went to Kansas, fell in love with the canvas, fell in love with everything. And so then I ended up committing there. And so they were like, well, you don't need to go to the other schools, which is stupid because I should have yeah. went to the other schools. Yeah. And then sure. I found out that Auburn wanted me to come play football for them and play running back. I was like, oh, God. man, that would have been the greatest, right? Yeah. So I messed up on those opportunities. But in hindsight, I think I really got nervous because when I went to UNLV, right after I finished with that visit, you know, I was playing Matt, I was playing um, NCAA. Mm, man, and I miss NCAA. Hunky Cooper, right? This cat, they were like all my, um, what are those people called when they walk you around? The, um, show, um, chauffeurs, kind of. Yeah, like yeah. the chauffeurs, your guide or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we playing the game, and I got, I think I had OU and he had Texas. And so we playing, and he was like, hey, man, you're a man of your word, right? I was like, for sure. He was like, all right, on this game. He was like, if I win, you come into UNLV. And I was like, dang. I was like, all right, all right, cool. I'm, I'm confident in my skills. Man, it goes down to the last play of the game. He Ooh. catches the football in the end zone. I'm up by like two or three or whatever. He catches the ball, and then I hit him. Ball pops out, game's over. I was like, ooh, I almost <laughs> had to come to UNLV. I didn't want to be no punk, you know? Right, right. Yeah, right. So as soon as Kansas came through and they was like, yeah, you're good, I was like, I committed. Right. And so then the, go, back to, go back to high school. I'm doing my thing. And so then the All-Star game came around. And everybody's like, Bo, is you playing an All-Star game? So I played in one of them. Okay. And then the next one came along, and they were like, you playing, right? So this was everybody. So we played against Chris Mafa'alua. Hey. Uh-huh. Yeah. He right. came through, and he wrecked shop. I bet. Game ended in the first quarter. Mm. Got in a fight. Of course. Mm. Of course. So they came out. They was dragging us, right? And so we got in trouble. They got mad and stuff. I wasn't playing that game. Because I had already committed to KU, and they was like, don't get hurt, don't play. Yeah. So I didn't play. And so my boy Wade Perkins, he was like, man, Bose, he was like, I was out there scrapping too with him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was looking around my shoulders, and like, yeah, I'm scrapping. <laughs> and then we get to that point, and then at the end, we were all in the locker room, and they was like, man, hey, Bowles, if, if you would have played, we would have gotten to fight a whole lot faster. I was <laughs> like, man, I was so scrappy on the field. Right. He was like, so, you know, that's how we ended that. We all are still great friends today and just, hey. just kind of, like, proud of each other. We make a lot of moves. So, Hell yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I ended up going to college, hit KU, you know, did that. How'd you get into jujitsu? Jujitsu, James Neval. <laughs> Loving martial arts, right? Yeah. Taekwondo coming up. Did some of that in um, college, I did a little bit. And like Tai Chi, I liked everything about martial arts. So, that was like kind of like my foundation. And I see James, we both worked for ATT at the time. First, let's give a background real quick on James. James is, uh, right now, he's the head instructor at Gracie Blue Diamond. Yep. He's one of our professors over at Gracie Humaita. Yeah, so he's a good guy. That's a, that's a little bit of background, so go ahead. And you can. Yeah, yeah, first degree black belt. He got his uh, first degree in June, man. That dude is. It's crazy. And he's a, he's a perfectionist, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, with him, we were working at AT&T, and at the time, he was a blue belt. And so, we was messing around. Because we had Saturday morning kung fu type cats, right? Mm -hmm. We was always up Saturday morning watching the kung fu with, they don't know what they're saying, watching the mouths, <laughs> five fingers of death. And we fight, so we got them wrestling around in there. And he ended up pulling some slick move on me and ended up in an arm bar. And I was like, yo, son, how'd you do that? He was like, hey, I'm about to go to class. You coming? And I was like, let's go. So I went over there and I got to meet Professor Mika. And uh, he was like, Mitch, man, you go ahead, you get your uh, week free. You know, try it out, see if you like it, you know. 
right after we was done, I had it in my debit card. Mm-hmm. November of 2009. Damn. I ain't looked back since. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't right. quit nothing, keep it moving. So right. that's how I got involved in jujitsu, just off of sure. You know, you think you're tough, right? Everybody thinks we're tough, right? Mm-hmm. Tough block. We own this. And I am. I, I know I'm tough, and it's not because I think I'm tougher than you. I just know that I'm not going to quit. Mm-hmm. So my toughness comes from a state of mind. Yes, sir. It doesn't come from me being, because there's a bunch of people that can whoop me, right? But you're going to have to whoop me. Yeah. And that's kind of where I come from. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so with like that, that, yeah, bro. for sure. And so with that, that's how James got me in. To this day, man, he still can whoop me, <laughs> but I still come back. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where that tough. That's, that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. matters. Like that. That's all that matters. So that's how I got involved in there, and then been involved with it. Well, I already gave away the secret, right? So November of two thousand and nine, and we're right. coming up on November. 2019. 19, so 10, 10 years. years. Man, yeah. crazy. I got to say, this is, this is probably the, one of the most humble grapplers in our gym. He'll choke you and be like, yo, you did good on this, though. You did good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about learning. Yeah, and for sure. I'm about lifting you up, right? Yeah. You have some people that do want to tear you down, probably to make themselves feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what's the point? If I'm in the gym and we're working, and I'm beating you up every day, and I'm not trying to help you get better, mm-hmm. then eventually you're going to look at it some kind of way. For yeah. sure. For sure. Right. And it also doesn't make you any better, too. Thank you. And yeah. that's what I always preach. But the one thing, there's a lot of people who they, they don't understand how to get better mm-hmm. because they want to go in and just fight. Right. And think about life. You have to have a spirit to be able to keep moving. Times mm-hmm. are going to get tough. You know, I'm going through a bunch of tough things, right? But it's not me personally. You know, the outside things are happening, happening to people. As long as I can keep my mental straight, I can help those people, and I can keep moving through. But when you let everything else crowd you, get on top of you, and you start feeling bad, woe is me, then things just go, go sour. Right, true. And that's when you don't really make, make it. So, you know, on that gym, man, on that mat, on that floor, wherever you're at, it doesn't matter if it's jujitsu, if it's yoga if it's you know water skiing it doesn't matter right it's just somewhere you can go where you can get better and you can kind of escape the world absolutely for sure for sure absolutely actually mario took his first no gi class last night oh it was only for like 10 minutes still (laughs) man you find what you're passionate about and you kind of get it in don't matter i'm not gonna lie it was it was fun as hell though yeah it was fun those yeah. little 10 minutes, I was like, damn, that was actually kind of fun. <laughs> I, I, I got to do this. I got to do right. this. When can I come back? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I said, ever since I was speaking a little bit before you you came, but um, I remember the very first day I walked in the gym and you were there. And, uh, man, you've I, honestly, you've, been, you've helped me all the way since my first day I walked in. And I, I, I have to say I thank you for that, man. You Honestly, a lot of the things you talked to me about, especially in the beginning, mm-hmm. Cause I was just getting my ass whooped every day, you know, and uh, how he told me, I remember one time you sat me down and talked to me about just focusing on one thing yep. and trying to make that better. And from there on, I, I've expanded to other things and that's really helped me my entire, my entire journey so far. So I'm, I definitely thank you for that. Man, it's like you said, the first day you walked in and then did get to see like the thing about you is there's a, like there's a certain there's a kindness, but there's a fierceness, right? And there's a passion. So Matt doesn't give up. And yes, I swear, he's been in 
He's been in the fire. Right. No doubt. I've oh, yeah. seen some people go at him and, and get and he just still smiles, shakes their hand, walks away. <laughs> you walk away sometimes because he be having the uh he be having his hand be coming out. Yeah. And he had the little he had the you used to have the, the headband, headband or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And his head would be down and he'd be like, Hey, good job, man. And then walk off. And then he'll come right back out. Yeah. Shake your hand and go again. And so right. you look for that in people. That that spirit or that that drive, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to get this. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's why, man, right now, psh, man, get on the mat with it. Right. I'm already yeah. knowing. We, we we used to roll all the time. Uh, but that's one thing that's crazy, though, because, like I was saying, uh, when we were playing, yeah. grew up, growing up, we played uh, Pop Warner football, but it was uh, the Island Warriors. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then over at, for, um, for El Dorado. Yep. This dude had no drive. Really? Yeah, he was Just one chilling. of he was one of the least talented athletes, laziest, <laughs> laziest, and look for the easy he way out relaxed. always. He was just relaxed. Well, once he found passion and little spurts through football, mm-hmm. he got good. Right. But then once he got good, he didn't want to improve. Uh, but yeah. now seeing him going through this, you know, and 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 shoot, you just got your third stripe on your mm-hmm. blue belt. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Crazy. crazy just to see the dedication and the hard work. It wasn't him before. Now it's a whole new person. It's crazy to see. When does when do you start jujitsu? Uh, I walked into the gym actually in November, um, twenty sixteen. I want to say. Yep. So I'm coming up on three years now. Three years. Huh? Yep. Blue belt is your longest journey because there's always that obstacle. There's always something that happens. I yeah. just had my child. Yeah. I just had mm-hmm. an injury. Da, 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 da. So many different reasons to put you away from the mat. But that's the place where you can exercise your demons. Mm-hmm. And get yes, better for sure, and th- that's what he's done. And so, like I said, he's he's actually gotten to the point now where it's dangerous if you're not paying attention, right? right? If you you can't just like, oh, it's you know, it's whatever. I'm just gonna go out here and do something. You get caught. Oh yeah. And next thing you know, you done. You're like, oh, oh yeah. that was a good one. I, yeah. <laughs> you. I mean, yeah. I mean not with you personally, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. You didn't caught my heel a couple times. <laughs> yeah, his heel hooks are nasty. I mean, it's crazy. Even just watching him at home when he used to just watch John Danaher and, uh-huh, yeah. and all of them, uh, what's it, Craig Jones Craig and all Jones, of them. Yeah, Gordon Ryan. All of them, right. But just seeing him improve on that. Because when I came in, I rolled against you for like the first oh, half his, hour. His first, after me, because of <laughs> course, with me and him, I was just trying to teach him some yeah, position. Yeah, yeah, him, get him right. Guess who was the very first person he rolled with? <laughs> Not Shane. Oh, Big J. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, yeah. I got my ass with pretty good today. <laughs> and he'll he's he's another guy. He'll whoop you with a smile. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. he'll go back and tell you what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just coming from football, I thought you know I'm pretty strong. I could put up three fifteen. Right. I thought I can get him up, and he just knocked my hands down. He just laughed at me. He's like, hey, "Yep, that's not gonna work." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay here. <laughs> He's like, I can lift 135, right. 135, but you ain't going to lift this. Right, right. Dude was. Yeah, he's too big. Yeah, way yeah. too big. He Don't do that again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He make you feel like a baby. Yeah, yeah he yeah. did. He cradled me. <laughs> yes, yes. That's his favorite. That is his favorite. Yeah, I was <laughs> disappointed in myself. Nah, nah. That's where you That's where you find out who you are. Yeah, for sure. For you know sure. What I mean? And there's nothing wrong with saying this is for me or it's not, right? There's a saying in jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu is for everybody, mm-hmm. but not for everyone. Right. So everybody type, right. no matter where you are. Some people don't have arms, can't see, those different things, and they still are on the mat training and, and doing their thing, competing, right. mm-hmm. winning. Right. 
everybody type, but everyone it might be because mentally it's something that is tough mm-hmm. and yeah. it's something difficult that you do. You know, everybody in here can think of something that they really enjoy, but you weren't really, really good at it when you first started it. For sure. Right. For now sure. you're like a master at it, but it's because it took a lot of hard work and dedication. That's, so it. that's just it. Life. And that's what jujitsu teaches you. And that's the one thing that I really, really like about it is the fact that it helps you overcome all obstacles. Damn. Not being on the mat. In life in general. In life in general. Yeah. Why? Because who in the world is going to be in a more uncomfortable situation than a man choking you yep. out? 100%. And you still have to figure out how to calmly think and get out of it. Mm-hmm. So now you got a daily stress coming about and then you're going to be late for something. And you're like, oh, I just got choked out. So this is not as hard as that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for so sure. So I'll just fix that. Right. Yeah. And it does. It just gives you that confidence. Yeah. And I have to say, the thing I love the most about jujitsu compared to other sports, like I play basketball, football, all that, all it that. feels like you, you feel like after you learn a certain amount, it's just perfecting that, that little bit. And jujitsu, it's just so endless. Infinite. It's crazy. Like, there's things, I mean, I feel like as my journey, I'm probably about 10%, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. If that. Yeah, if hey, that. Professor Naval says it all the time. He is like, I am just a. Like uh, in the sand, right? There's just I'm just a little grain, right? In this whole beach for right. jujitsu, it's crazy. And you can just dedicate years to it and still learn new shit every time, right? It's yeah. crazy, no doubt. That's crazy, man. But yeah, now that we got a little bit of your background, okay, let's get into a little bit of our segments we got going on. Let's right. do it. Let's First do it. segment we got is sports news. So I wanted to talk about. He was telling me earlier he's he kind of he kind of messes with the Rams now. Oh, what? A little bit. I'm a Lions fan all day long. All right. Full of loyalty. <laughs> Wait, how did you become a Lions fan? It's Barry Sanders. Oh, oh yeah. Right, Actually, right. tell us a little story about right. Tell us a little story about your connection with Barry Stan- Sanders. Coming up through um, football, you always gravitate to different players, right? Oh, that guy's good or whatnot. And so with Barry Sanders coming out, um, I followed his journey. I'm a person I love history and I like to kind of like dig deep right and so once I found out that he came from you know Wichita Kansas I was like whoa I went to school KU Mm -hmm. this is crazy so then when I found out you know that he had number 21 that was my number that I wore when I played football right they called me Uno, so that was me (laughs) and when I got to college KU I couldn't wear 21 because John Hadle was uh he retired or he basically Hall of Fame for KU. And so they retired his jersey. Right. So I went to 20 and Barry Sanders wore 20. 20. So right. I kind of like followed him and mirrored him my whole career. Like, so nice. every time I would score a touchdown, every time I would do something amazing or whatnot, I would hand the ball to the referee. I would run off. You know, I would always um, say thank you. I wasn't a showboat. Right. That's dope. And so that's kind of how I, how I related with him and just watching him ball out. And then he just always had respect. Yes, sir. Yeah. So that was my big thing. And so following him, I ended up being a Lions fan would watch him every time, and that's just kind of where I was at. Really. So, yeah. So now that you're messing with the Rams a little bit, how do you feel about Jalen Ramsey now be, <sighs> being a Ram? Man, uh, Tlaib is hurt, right? Yeah. yeah. He's hurt. So he's, he's a KU yeah. cat, right? Yeah, him, that's true. Yeah. Him and Chris Harris, right? right? Two yeah, of the top yeah. corners in the league. So yeah. I'm like, man, with them, it's, it's going to be a – they can lock it down. And then with yeah. Aaron Donald in the middle. Yeah. Hmm. Even uh, Chris Littleton, the linebacker. Littleton. He, yeah, he's picking up. Yeah. yeah he's the, looking good. The Rams, they traded a lot for him. They the did. Two first-round picks, right? Yeah. And, like, and a four fourth. picks. 
in like the next 20, in the 2020 next. and 2021, they yeah. gave up a first rounder mm-hmm. for Jalen. Yep. They knew though, they said that they said that they were going to have to give up something heavy coming from yeah. the Jags. So. Of course. Yeah. So the Rams will have a draft pick for the next four years, I think. Four or five Jeez. years. Yeah. First, first round draft pick. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. first rounder for they the better. next five. Yeah. Unless they check back in. They better yeah. get in that free, free agent. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you need that new talent. You do. But what about Marcus Peters moving on? And they traded him over to the Ravens. Ravens. So he's a Raven now? Uh, yeah. No that idea. Ravens defense just gets better. I mean, Humphrey. Uh, Earl Thomas. I mean, not Earl, Earl man. Thomas. Earl in the yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, Marcus Peters. Now, Marcus Peters. They got another good corner, Moser. too. Um, yeah, they got Brandon Carr. He's not that Carr. good. Yeah. No, there's he's a, tall and lanky. Yeah. yeah. He can defend some passes. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Jimmy, have, Jimmy think, Carter, whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah. 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 I think Carr has like one of them, like a lot of breakups. I think he has one of those, like, if you know, when they start doing those stats, they mm-hmm. keep those miscellaneous stats. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of pass breakups he has. Well, I'm a, I'm a huge Steeler fan, so we've scored on Brandon Carr a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for you, bro. I feel yeah. bad for you. <laughs> I, yeah, don't. I don't. Devin Bush looks amazing, and our defense looks nice. Oh, we yeah. just got to pick up a little bit. Mason Rudolph comes back. We're going on a bye week this week, so that, the following week, we'll see. <clears> not see. as good as the 49ers defense, but oh, let's not get it. Ah, shout out. <laughs> 49ers? SD in the league. Come on, man. I don't know. Hey, we get it out there, boy. We got to see what happens. Devin Bush has six ter- turnovers himself. Y'all got to deal with How many lines. games you guys won this season? <laughs> huh? How many games you guys won no, this season? We don't want to talk about that right now. It's we're not about, about the defense, record, right? right? It's, not, it's about the quality right. of the team. Right. <laughs> Sometimes the record doesn't reflect. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so give me everybody's Super Bowl predictions. What is yours? Ooh. I did, man. Patriots, bro. Until somebody stops them from getting yeah. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's go there. Yeah. yeah. And then on the other side, Seattle. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. What? They just picked up Curse? Man, come yeah. on. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. The, with that, you can never count Russell out. Never. No, never. Never. Still yeah. the most underrated quarterback in the 100%. league. 100%. Still, yeah. He's he, up never, he never has yeah. a good O-line, and he still beats out And he's having year. a good season this year, too. Okay. He has a and great he's season. short. And yes. short. Yeah. 5'10. Yeah. Oh, I heard something about the sorry, off track. The NBA about they're making them give their real height now. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you ain't gonna do that in the NFL sometimes. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Six, he probably like five, seven. No, they're not. They're not gonna give their real heights. Russell ain't taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five seven, by the way. Five eight. Right. And three quarters, almost five nine. <laughs> I like the attitude. <laughs> hey K D took his shoes off. He was still six nine. Yeah, I mean, that's he's KD, a, though. He's a big dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big sure. What's your Super Bowl prediction? Uh, Patriots and Niners, probably. Yay. I mean, I'm just Ooh. I'm just being honest, you know? I mean, right. But now with the Niners, though, I understand you're not riding the bandwagon. But what happens is later on in the season, because it's a long season, people start to fall apart. In the yeah. playoffs. Right, because yeah. the Chiefs right now – yeah. Are falling apart a yeah. little bit. Thank right. God. So we got to see the 49ers actually make it to the playoffs in yeah. order for we to to give them that. that it's just true. the offense. The defense has been proven, but it's the offense. Offense yeah. has been inconsistent. That's why. Other, other than the, the Seattle and the Rams, I don't know who else is I know. on that side. You it's know? difficult. Like, yeah. surprise me. But either yeah. way, it's going to be from the NFC West. Yeah. For sure. So. I'm, I'm going to go sure. with sleeper teams. I'm going to go with um, – I'm going to go – Texans versus. I love it. I love the Texans. We'll go Seattle. 
He's choosing the Texans over the Patriots? Oh, yeah. I think they're going to sleep on The Texans, they're balling, but I just think they're going to Are you saying that just for the podcast sake? No. Or you really feel this? No, as as sleepers, I think they could. They're, Deshaun Watson went off on the Patriots yeah. last time he played them. He just beat Watson the Chiefs. Nice. Their defense mm-hmm. are getting better. He just beat yeah, the Chiefs. He yeah. just beat the Chiefs. By himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that defense is getting better. I think and they have gonna... so many injuries at receiver. Once they start killing up and coming back, men they're going to be dangerous. Yeah. Got a couple cats on the men, but when they get back in, right. they're going to take you down. Right. Yeah. So I, I think, like that. I like that uh, prediction there. Only reason why is I'm, I'm a real big stories guy, right? right. So, like, let's find some stories in the NFL that make sense. Yeah, and right. I know the soonest, because I know the Lions. Okay, so I've been a Lions fan, 0-16. I'm never jumping ship, right? right. So there weren't a lot of – successful seasons that I could be bragging and boasting about. Right. So then I'm not a hater. I, I'm not. I mean, yeah, like, right, right. I look at it, but then I, I'll look at different stories. So I love sure. the fact that Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl on his way out, right? right. The sheriff. Because when I'm looking at it, I'm like, that would be a great story. Mm-hmm. And everybody does it. Yep. So as soon as Jerome you get Bettis. to the end, Jerome Bettis. Yep. Exactly. Right in the, What's Detroit. the story that will be the most compelling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when the Super Bowl comes around. That's true. So now let's have that conversation again mm. right. and pick your Super Bowl winners. All right. Well, where, is it, where is it set at? For me, Super I, Bowl. Uh, I don't know. Are they always in New Orleans? No, yeah, that's true. Or the new Cowboy Stadium somehow. That's true. I, to me, I think it's a good story. I don't know if I'm just a, a homer, but, I mean, Jimmy G coming back from the ACL tear and leading us to the Super Bowl would be amazing. I feel and, like that's a little biased. Yeah, it, but, it really is. But he's a patriot too, right? He came yeah, from true. being up under there for a long that time, so true. that makes it this story. Mine, you know, especially if he's going against who? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom very Brady. true. That's yeah. that's very the story true. right there. Yeah. Tom Brady kicked him true. out of TB12. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's actually the biggest story. Yeah. If that was a Super Bowl, there is no yeah. bigger story. Yeah. I mean, Deshaun Watson, like you said, and yeah. you said Seattle. Yeah. So you got Russell Wilson. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have two black quarterbacks. That's true. Right? That's You're going to have one quarterback that's going to always be underrated. And Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got Deshaun Watson. The new blood. Won the new blood, right? Yeah. He's won on the pretty college. much high school level yeah. and the college level. It's like, that's can he come up and win on and this the, one? Yeah, and the bro D Hopkins, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. D-Hops. Unstoppable. So Unstoppable. My, uh, my nephew, he just sent me a clip about D Hop. And it was about his mom and how she's his best friend, mm-hmm. right? Unbreakable yeah. bond. Mm-hmm. Well, she got blinded. Mm-hmm. She was outside. Oh, yeah, just seen that. Yeah, just seen that. Got an altercation like, with, uh, yeah. I think it was a uh, boyfriend's ex mm-hmm. or something it like that. It was the boyfriend. It was uh, So it was her ex-boyfriend's. He basically, her boyfriend was cheating on her with the, with the chick. Mm-hmm. And she came out with some concoction called like the devil juice or something and threw it on her, melted her face off. Oh, she went shit. blind. And this one's D-Hop was like 10 years old. Yep, he was 10. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, uh. The girl, the girl got sentenced to jail, yeah. twenty years and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That story there, come on, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Right, that's every true. time he scores, he gives his mom the football. Bro, yeah, there's no, yeah. that's heartwarming, right? Yeah, there. that's true. Oh, yeah. what about the story? Uh, you know, Raiders winning a Super Bowl before okay, coming to happen. Vegas. Yeah, okay, that's not never gonna mind. happen. Yeah. I'm gonna head out. <laughs> the Raiders. That'll be the story for when they come here. Their first season, they won the Super Bowl. Knock it away. Three times if you're with me. Knock yeah. it away. <laughs> uh, going back to Russell Wilson, though, I have to say I followed him ever since he – actually from his senior year in high school. And I, oh, nice. I was I – was, uh, followed him to Wisconsin, too. I got to actually see him play live when he was in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, the only reason I messed with him heavy is because I thought he was Indian. 
Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. I remember you that, bro. Oh, you said good, good hair. Yeah. You got that good hair. Hey, I got Indian well, he was in college. And I was like, man, this is the first Indian quarterback, and he's beast, man. I'm with him. I'm with him. I forgot about that. I remember that, bro. You used to hype that up a lot. I told Kaylin that. She was like, you mean you can't tell me he's black? I was like, no, I honestly thought he was Indian, man. He does look like he could be a taxi driver. He's. That was funny. Yeah. That was a good one. But speaking about cultures, how do you feel about Juju dressing up in our tradition oh, man, last week? Bro, man. that was especially in Carson. In Carson. In our family city. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, man. I mean that touched home. Yeah, one hundred percent. I like what he said. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Gotta put it on for the culture. Yeah, yeah for sure. Got to. Sure. Anytime yeah. anytime that you're on the big stage, you gotta represent where you come from. Yeah. Give respect. Yeah. Where it's due. Yeah. Always and remember where you came from. Yes, yeah. Never forget. Yeah. He's putting on for us for sure. Yeah, man, that was dope. That's yeah. dope as hell. Hopefully one day we get you on the podcast, Drew. Maybe. You do. <laughs> right. All right. So let's leave let's leave uh, sports news. Let's head over to our favorite segment called Open Mat. We're mm. not going to spend too long because we spent way too long on Open Mat. Right. But uh, for the first, <laughs> first uh, news is how do you guys feel about McGregor and Frankie Edgar rumors for December? It's not going to happen. You don't think so? Frankie got to come up. Yeah, that's what they said. I don't know. It's I just. I mean, they I'm both they both got to come up. They're both coming from losses. So it'll so. be a catchweight? Or, yeah, yeah, or. No, they said they're going to go to the lightweight. Oh, okay. Which, Frankie, is not even a featherweight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not interested, bro. Not interested. Yeah. Connor, Frankie's on know. his way out, and Connor, yeah. I'd rather see him fight someone. He's a big name, and he'll draw enough of an attention. But, you know, right now there's some young bucks, yeah. young bucks I, coming I think, up. I think that match should happen. Fights. Yeah. Um, Definitely, Edgar. Does, he's definitely going to get a paycheck if that does happen. He's been. He deserves the, the paycheck. He's, for he's, sure. he's been in the game for a long time. For a long so time, he definitely does deserve that. You know. Yeah, he definitely does. But I'd rather see something else. It's not exciting. Yeah, honestly. it's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I want to see El Kukui versus Khabib. That's oh, all yes. I want. That's going to happen. Please. I don't want to see nothing else. Please. Hey. That's please. all I want to see. I I would even I'd be even down to see El Kukui versus um, Brian Ortega. True. Ortega, Twin City. True. I want to see him yeah. get back True. out there. Mm-hmm. So. He fought. Did he win last night? Yes. No, he didn't fight last night. Oh, he didn't no, end up fighting? Was, no, that wasn't his fight card. Oh, mm. so when is that? He's fighting in Korea versus Korean uh, Zombie. Yeah, versus Korean Yeah, Zombie. last night was um, uh, Dominic Reyes versus Wideman. Oh. Dominic Reyes with first round knockout. Yeah. Really? Damn. Chris Wideman's done, bro. Oh, man. I first love Chris Wideman, too. Hey, I Dominic Reyes, Reyes, too, after the fight, he was paying all respects to Chris Wideman. Yeah, he was saying, like, I can't believe, like, I used to watch this guy on TV, and then now I'm knocking him out. Knocking him out. Yeah. Ultimate. Yeah. That's Goals. crazy, Form of respect. Bro. Yeah. Man, put your teeth on the mat. <laughs> Love you, brother. Right. <laughs> Speaking of the mat, let's go into jujitsu dudes. How about tonight is actually Nicky Rod versus oh, yeah, that's Kane right. Duarte. I just seen the trailer for Nicky Rod, and that dude is nitrous. Yes. Explosive. explosive. Yeah, he's, he's adrenaline. He's adrenaline. He's man. He's just black belt slayer, straight up. Yeah, he just you doesn't don't, stop. Yeah, don't underestimate him. He just got his purple too. Yeah, yeah, he had to. Yeah, yeah. They had after to. the ACD or whatever, the ADCC or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, definitely. Got but, blue belts out there beating the black belts, and they're like, "What? Right. Uh, wow. We need to promote him real quick." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's a he was a wrestler too. So yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and also, did you get? Did anybody see that kid that got bullied at school? Oh, yeah. the one that uh, Dylan Dennis. That Dylan Dennis. Yeah, took him. man, that's that's cool, bro. Oh man, that's, that was that was heartbreaking to yeah. see. Yeah. Honestly, it gave me 
it, it made me feel so sick to my stomach just watching it. Yeah. It uh it it definitely yeah, luckily I coming up I, I hadn't ran into any of those things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just reaffirms what we do. Yeah. Right. And it makes it crucial. And you need some form of protection. I don't care what it is. And I would prefer someone to be able to use their mind. Mm-hmm. And use your body as a weapon mm-hmm. versus grabbing an actual weapon, right? Because there's sure. a lot of things you can't come back from. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in that situation, yeah, I would definitely love to take that kid in. There's a kid actually in my son's school, good kid, right? And it's, um, you know, grandma raises him. He's got a bunch of siblings and stuff like that. So I'm going to try to bring him to the gym. Oh, man. So I can, oh, man. That's super him, you know, cool, bro. I got a gi for him to jump into, hey. you know what I mean? And let him get out there and yeah. feel it. Because I want him to, it, you got to give that person away. Yeah. And I know that for a fact because I was made away and then I was given away, right? So my dad made away by bringing me here to Vegas and then I was given away by getting Taekwondo, which walked me into that discipline. And now it's turned into jujitsu, which I feel like is a lot better. Well, I know it is because I did both arts, right? Right. And jujitsu is practical, it's real, but it still has all of the elements of honor, loyalty, mm-hmm. discipline, Absolutely. respect. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't live without those things. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. And, and we're all we're all fathers here. It's a it's a it's amazing feeling, especially just just imagine anybody mess with your son. This is a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> That'll be a bad day. Yeah, yeah with my son, yeah. Pan American <laughs> champ. What 2019? He didn't. He's only lost one match this year. Damn, the kid's a beast, man. Yeah, he's, wow. he, he's crazy, and he's eight. And right, he, he don't know no better. He has no idea what he's out there doing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But yeah, ain't nobody touching him. Right, right. Nobody. Good luck with that, huh? <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, that's a goal. That's a goal for the boys. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna put my son in yeah. as soon as possible. I gotta take him at two and a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, w- I want to put my daughter in it, but my kids right now, their uh, their attention span is is not focused yet. What do we say? I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my AT and T. For sure. Yeah, man, that's inspiring to, especially to see you guys' relationship and everything. It's real inspiring for sure. It's my rider, and you guys have the same. You, you know, we're all fathers, so mm-hmm. you're definitely gonna feel that pride. You know, I have a daughter as well, and she's, she's a monster on the mat too. Dang. But she's a girl, but, so she's kind of like, I do it when I want to. Come yeah. out there real quick, arm bar you, and then be <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna go play with a Barbie. Right, yeah, right, right. Shit. <laughs> he, he actually, he's not, he doesn't do jujitsu, but. He follows the IBJJF page. Uh, his daughter was on the IBJJF page. Oh, was page. she? Yeah. Was. 314,000 views. Damn, that's the, crazy. What was that, the Nationals tournament? Yeah. The American Nationals, she was like one of the opening bouts, so that's like right the first one you see. Right. And everybody's seen it. She out there, took the girl down, took her back, was going all over the place. And they was like, oh, wow, who is this little girl? And yeah, it was crazy. That's dope. That's dope. Super dope. Yeah, Super. You awesome. guys send me that video. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. All right, so we'll get out of open mags. We spend a little bit of time on that. Now we want to go into everybody, our listeners' favorite segment, which is not so rapid, rapid fire questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. So you're just going to name them off as fast as you can, but it doesn't have to be that fast. Is it we one by one are the first person to answer? No, this is just you. Spotlight. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this, this is just you. This is just you. <laughs> just you. All right, so let's find our not so rapid, rapid fire questions here. First one is, what was your first job? Uh, sales rep for a clothing store, Because. Oh. Yeah. Meadows Mall. Okay. Okay. All right. So what was, what is your dream job? 
What was your dream job growing up? Wanted to be an architect. Right. Architect, okay. That was before I knew about sports. Right. Okay, so next question we have is, me and my brother are big superhero fans. Who's your favorite superhero? Favorite superhero? Rapidly. Um, the Arrow. Is hey, he a superhero? Yeah, Green Arrow. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Hey. Absolutely. Arrow. That's nice a good one. <laughs> That's a good show, too. Yeah, it is. All day long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big TV guy. There you yeah. go. There you go. So if you had a superpower, if you had the choice to choose your superpower, what would that be? My superpower. You know what I would want is to be able to absorb knowledge, right? Mm. So like be able to look at a book like The Flash and read through it and know everything. Oh, like there you go. Seconds. There yeah. you go. Because I want to know everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. That's knowledge is power. That, that power is like that superpower is a power that can defeat anything, right? Because mm-hmm. if I know the answer, there's a counter to everything. Yep. That's what I want to know. Hey. Mm. Never thought about that yeah. one. Yeah. Right, to be honest. We haven't had that one yet. Yeah, that's just a good one. Super strength. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the strongest guy in the room. Yeah, I'm going to be the smartest guy in the room. Right. The smartest guy on the planet. There you go. All right. So do you have a quick embarrassing story? Funny embarrassing story. <laughs> sure. Embarrassing story. <laughs> uh, well, oh man, that's a good one. That's a rapid, embarrassing story. Yeah, man. All right, so we might as well get into that. Growing up, 11, 12, right in that area, me and all of my best friends, we used to, you know, we would be together, or whatever. And so we talk about each other a lot, you know, roasting, mm-hmm. playing a dozen, of course. whatever, bagging. And so I never was really good at it. I've gotten better and gotten more witty now. But back then, I would wear these, uh, come, I used to come over and hang out. So I had a Cadillac shirt. Cadillac shirt was purple. <laughs> I had a Cadillac symbol on it. And then, you know, I just got the, the biker shorts, right? So the biker shorts were super short. All right, 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 right. Coming around the corner. So, yeah, if my best friends was here right now, that would be the story that they always tell you. Like, <laughs> I come around the corner in that outfit, and they was like, Nigga, is you crazy? I was like, what? It was like, you over here wearing panties and panties? What is this? I was like, I'll forget y'all. So I used to not be able to bag that good. Right. So, but I had always done karate. Oh, there so you I go. used to kick their butt. Right. <laughs> and that's all it came down to. That's all it came down to. It was a tough one. That's last resort all the time. Yeah. Always fighting. Like, what'd you say? All right. So we got we got a little bit about your background. Do you have any hidden talents nobody knows about? Ooh. Ooh. Hidden <laughs> talents. Um man, I would I'd probably say I wouldn't necessarily consider my video game playing ability as a hidden talent, but I've been playing on the Xbox since like <laughs> two thousand or whatever and I I'll be the game in like two weeks. All Remember, right. like I told you, when it comes down to the knowledge. So I'm that person that's going to sit there and play a video game, but it's like I get into it, right? So I get into the weeds, and I really figure it out, and it's like my superpower or my hidden talent Hidden talent is being able to figure things out real quick. So oh, there you go. My dad used to get so mad at me, right? He'll buy me this game. It's like 60 bucks. I'll beat it in a week. Hey, Dad, I'm already done with the game. Can I get another one? Like, <laughs> you just spent $60 on this game. Why don't you right. take your time? Right, right. It'd be yeah. like that sometimes. Yeah, it'd be like that. <laughs> always like that. Yeah. We would so stay up fun. all night, all oh, night. Yeah. 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 Forget waking up for school. I got to beat this level. Right. I got to beat yeah. this level, bro. Yeah. For real, no for real. doubt. Yeah. That's it's real. still like that sometimes. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm not going to wake up for work today. (laughs) Madden just came out. You crazy? All right. So after hidden talents, we got 
What's your favorite food? Favorite food? Man, I'm a, I'm a connoisseur, right? So when I go to a restaurant, I'm going to definitely ask them what they're famous for. And so my favorite food would be... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always have to stick with uh, steak and lobster, bro. Oh, yeah. You can never go wrong Serving with that. Turf. Yeah, you Serving can never turf. go wrong yeah. with that. And lobster would be my favorite. Oh, there you go. Okay. Seafood. There you go. Yeah, lobster's fire. Huh? You got that lobster, expensive man. taste, man. <laughs> <laughs> you should ask me what my favorite car is. <laughs> Go ahead and name that one off. Uh, Mercedes, right? So messing around, quick story on that. Messing around when I was little, my dad always drove Cadillac. So like I seen the upper echelon in cars back then, right? So we thought it was the greatest. And so I was sitting on the curb one day, and I seen this Mercedes Benz drive by, and I was like, "Yo, MB, Mitch Bowles." Nice. Yeah, I had no idea how much the car cost. Right. Then I get older and I like get out of high, get out of college, come home, and I was like, I'm getting, I'm getting a Mercedes Benz. And so I've had multiple Mercedes. Benz. Hey. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Hey. Okay. Yeah, Speaking yeah. into existence. MB for sure. For sure. MB baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. So w- go ahead and name across the board with your favorite sports teams. Favorite favorite sports teams in football, Lions, right? Basketball, I would have to go with the Lakers. Yeah. Just because being from, you know what I'm saying, from Cali. LA area. And I'm, I'm real big on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball, Dodgers. Okay. Los Doyers. <laughs> and hockey, I don't really have a hockey team, but I'm a rock with the Golden Knights. Right. Okay, okay. All right. And what other sport do we have? Women's basketball, KU. Okay, okay. <laughs> College football and basketball, KU. College football, Die Hard, Jayhawk, yep. no doubt. Got to. And yeah, college basketball, KU all day long. I got to meet, you know, Paul Pierce. I know him. Right. Um, I got That's to see Rachel Rands, Jake Vaughn, uh, Jock Vaughn, all of them cats coming up mm-hmm. were there when I was there. And to be honest, man, they were some great people in the fact that they would just. Get pass on all the knowledge because you are a part of that legacy, mm-hmm. and so it was always each one teach one and then give on. Right, that's cool. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. That's super dope, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, do you have a favorite quote? Favorite quote: Hard work makes easy work. We all right. we got. We all yeah. we need. There you that's go. He, and all it's so dope whenever he calls that out. All the kids just answer him too. <laughs> it's, it sounds so dope. I'd be like, damn, give me that goosebumps. Yeah, right. <laughs> we go to the tournaments. We taking over, bro. Right. Yeah. All right. So you have a favorite movie? Yeah. What's his favorite movie to you? You can speak into the mic. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the Fast and Furious. The Fast and Furious? Hey. The, the latest one. I'm, I'm a big movies guy, so obviously we could spend a whole cast show on like talking about movies. And actually, this is really fun. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, here of course. And doing all this. This is, you know, this is definitely something that I would love to be a return guest. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. But yeah, Open movies, door, man. Bro. I watch everything yeah i'm a sneak off to the movies type guy and i'll go by myself on the sunday and sit up in there i don't even grab popcorn and none of that (laughs) stuff i go there just to watch the Mm -hmm. movies right Mm -hmm. and so the the latest uh hobbs and shops yeah i love man because i love 
Boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way that Put on it's for the culture. So it's so yeah. close to what we represent in mm-hmm. the in the black culture as well. So it's big time on family, mm-hmm. you know, and you have your internal stripes and stuff like that, but ain't nobody messing with us. Right. Yeah. I don't like you, but well, they better not touch you. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it always is. Absolutely. That's what's up, man. And all right, here's a tough one. If you could reboot any role that you think you Ooh. could play better, what role would that be? Reboot any role in a movie mm-hmm. that I could play better. Man, there's so many to pick from, but I guess I'll go with martial arts, right? And so yeah, ain't nobody doing it better than Bruce Lee. Right. <laughs> ain't nobody doing it better than Jet Li. Blood sport. Blood sport. <laughs> Jean Claude. I mean, yeah, he could. There's a little bit left to be desired there. Um, but I would probably have to go with. Oh, man. What's the latest movie I've seen? That's a hard one. That was a good one. Yeah, it's a Because I got so many floating around in my head. No racial Matrix. Ooh. So I'm gonna go with the Matrix, and I'll definitely be Neo Bright. So, hey. You know what I mean? I'll re I'll rewrite that role because you know Keanu Reeves. I love that dude. He's a great actor for right. sure, but he kind of has everybody knows him right mm-hmm. from John right. Wick to Matrix. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like the same. True. Yeah. They, That's they very cast true. him That's there. Very true. So I think he could be a little bit more. I think that, and then the 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 CGI graphics, yeah, you know, the CG graphics and stuff yeah. like that is man, it would be so fun to play that role. Absolutely. That would have been fun. So Actually, fun. Will Smith was casted to be Neo first, See? and yeah. then he went with Wild Wild West instead. Yeah, <laughs> come on, yeah, <laughs> thinking he wanted Wild to Wild sing Wild and rap. Though. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> I was gonna say with the Under Armour, I could have seen you as uh, Marlon Wayans on uh, GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you, you're not lying. No, for real. That was a good. That one was good. And then the rest of them were trash. Yeah, yeah they yeah, were for sure. They were. All right, so give us. All right, we love impressions. Yeah, we're big impressions guys. Do you have any good impressions that you do? Nah, <laughs> not, not nothing. Right, not nothing great, but. Uh, give me, give me one you got, and then I'll see if I can follow you. Uh, oh man, you got to do Connor. Okay, I do, I do Connor a lot actually. Where he, uh, he says, "Ah, oh, I forgot all of his lines. He's been gone so long." I know. Right? Oh man, actually, I can't even think of any of his oh lines anymore. God. We can't even have this if you can't I do know. one. Damn. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, move on to what uh, is uh, Lena's question on there? Yeah. Okay. All right, so. Because uh, I want to add one, too. You want to add one? I want to add okay, one. Okay, we got two more than the one he wants to add. Yeah. All right, work. All right, so the next one is give us your most embarrassing um, song that you have on your playlist in your phone. <laughs> so what I ended up doing is going straight to Apple Music. All oh, right. And so I listen to, like, whatever the top songs are. So there isn't necessarily one on the playlist, but um, I don't know that. What's that one song? With City the, Girls? No, it's uh, the one the one song with Hey, it always plays on my music. The Hey, what's her name? Uh, Hasley? Hazley? Oh, Hazley, yeah. Oh, Hazley. oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That yeah. song. Or is it Halsey? I don't know. Something like that. So it would be. Oh, okay. Now, nah, never mind. I got you. I got you. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I got you. 
jams in the bowls. It's stupid. <laughs> jams in the bowls. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be from Adele. Okay. And it's gonna be uh, set fire to the ring. Set fire. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's that's low key a good song. <laughs> it is. It is. I play poker, song. man. Like I'm a poker player. Like that's like one of my true loves is playing cards because it's a mental game, right? Right. So, you're right. Thinking sure. and so when I sit back. In order to keep myself from getting, if I'm playing at a table and I got a bunch of people that don't challenge me mentally, then I have to occupy myself. And so I have a playlist of stuff and then I just end up playing music and doing that and then set fire to the rain. There you go. There you go. Okay. That could have been a hidden talent too, man. Right. To be honest. Yeah. Poker. That's Uh, tough. Don't hide in poker. (laughs) All right. So what, oh, you want to give your question first? Yeah. So... Oh, that's my phone, my bad. Um, How yeah, unprofessional. That's really, yeah, <laughs> so, because we're in October, Yep. what is the most embarrassing Halloween costume you've ever had? Oh, yeah. Man, last year I wore <laughs> this dang um, Black Panthers uniform. Oh, did <laughs> and it was, yeah, it, it wasn't even... Way yeah, it was way too tight. Oh, well. <laughs> the only cool, the only thing cool thing about it was the mask, but the other was like a jumpsuit, right? Yeah, and it was like in the back, so the it, it wouldn't zip up, zip up right, so yeah. it was like you could see the back. Yeah, you could see my back and <laughs> ass crack hanging. <laughs> this black guy like, had a cape to cover the back. Kind of like uh, Zeke Elliott when he wears his jersey. Oh, <laughs> up here, showing off his little hairy belly. <laughs> That's the Ray Lewis before Zeke. Yeah, yeah to be true. honest, that was all the those ninety players. Yeah, back in the nineties, they all did that. All right, so our last question is: Give us your favorite submission. Ooh, they call me the boogeyman. So. It's chokes. Right. I mean, my favorite choke right now, I like the bow and arrow choke. So I catch you from the back, do the twist, lock it in. Happens to be my favorite choke because James used to get me with it all the time. So <laughs> You're the second person like, that said bow and arrow. Let me figure that out. So the boogeyman does it. Nice, nice. He's been he's been playing with lapels a lot lately, man. So Has he? Now that's where the boogie is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I caught you with that one the other way. You've been all week. all right so that concludes our not so rapid rapid fire questions rapid fire so our last our last segment before we get out of here is drop top drop top so drop top is basically our top five of any category we choose we're going to go around the table five 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 four 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 got it got it got it got it so we're gonna st- I'll go ahead and start off. We're gonna do our top five favorite football players of all time. Mm. For mine, I'm a like you said, I'm a homer. The real reason why I love quarterback two is Colt Brennan. <gasps> from Hawaii. I have to name him out there. Man, yeah. He was Records cold. Yeah. He was cold. Yeah, for sure. I started throwing sidearm because of him, even though I got yelled at for it. Right. But uh definitely Colt Brennan's number five for me. That's a good one. All right. So number five is are we going Yeah. Five to one. So yeah, number five. one's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. All right. Man, I love Love the defensive aspect of the game, so bringing that into it, I'm gonna have to go with Ronnie Lott. Ooh, yeah. 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 yes, Man, that dude yeah. right there. But sheer toughness, mm-hmm. grit. Like, remember he had his finger. Yep, cut off his off, finger. Yeah, cut yep. off his finger. Kept playing in the game. So yep. that guy, yep, for sure. My mom went to high school with him at uh, Eisenhower yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. My number fifth, uh, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, Your number fifth? I mean... Uh, <laughs> my fifth of, my fifth of football player. I'm thinking I'm going to say Antonio Gates. 
That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know. He's always been my favorite tight end since I was a kid. So yeah. I'm stuck with it. Basketball too. ties too. Basketball yeah. ties, yeah. Yeah. So for me, mine's more of a Polynesian legend, and that would be Leonard Peters. Oh, wow. Free safety. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Dude, think about how nasty he was. He really was, but he I was didn't so talented. Him. He was just, once he made pros, he just never could stay healthy. Kind of like every Polynesian that ever true, went to the pros. True. <laughs> but he was. He was cold. He was. He killed Alabama receivers. I mean, they never had receivers again. But <laughs> still, uh, when he did play SEC, any any other team outside of um, the Mount West, they were were they in the Mount West at the time. Uh, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he killed everybody, even outside the Mount West. Okay. Dude was nasty. So Leonard Peters, number five. Okay. All right. So number four for me, I'd have to go back to uh, when I first started watching football heavy. And he was kind of my favorite player I like to use on the game. No, not Sean Merriman. What? It would have to be Jamal Lewis. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jamal Lewis was nasty. Jamal is super yeah. nasty. He was nasty. Big boy, but could run. Could run. Yeah. Even when he was, the, he was with the Browns, he was nice, I know. too. No, He was nasty with the Browns. I'm going to have to jump straight into Ray Lewis. You right. Hey. At number four? Yeah, because when I came up and I played football, like I said, when I first started, I played cornerback. Mm-hmm. And then – the next year, I was supposed to play running back for a team, and then I was too old and too heavy right. in their category, so right. they bumped me down, and I had to play linebacker. And so hey. I made everybody feel it that year. So yeah. Ray Lewis is really inspirational. Right. That dude right there, Hall of Famer. Hall uh, absolutely. Um, my number four, I will say Charles Woodson. Nice. Hey. So nice. I've always been a Raider fan. I've never been a bad wagon, so I think one of my f- uh, first Raider jersey was uh, Charles Woodson jersey, 21. Dang. That's so, good. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um. Damn, this is a tough one. There's too many. Yeah. There's way too many. Uh, number four, I guess I'll go your route. Um, all right, yeah, he's a current player now. It would be James Conner. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, because, I, I mean, he went, yeah, went through. Uh, Cancer. Yeah. Had uh, Hodgkinson's. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Came back. He came back, killed it, Pittsburgh. made it to the league, still killing, killing it, right it now. now. Yeah. yeah. So James Conner, number four. Nice. Yeah. All right, for no, number three for me, because of our uncle snapped the ball to him. Right. Mm. And he was my favorite quarterback coming up. It had to be Joe Montana. Yep. Wow. Cool I Joe. I said Joe Montana. Montana. <laughs> cool Joe, huh? Yeah, cool Joe. Saquon Barkley. Ooh. Reincarnated Barry Sanders. With bigger legs. Yeah. Bigger, yeah, that's crazy. He weighed what two thirty three, something like that. Very weighed two oh three, yeah, yeah, for sure. His legs are bigger than my entire body, <laughs> and he's man, cool cat, perfect, humble, humble. yeah, yeah. Love coachable, humble. yeah. Kobe fan too. Kobe mm-hmm. fan, yep, that's right. My number three, I think I'm gonna go with Tim Brown. Hey, so is this gonna be uh, a Raiders heavy list? Hey, <laughs> but hey, we can't we can't doubt the names. Yeah, that yeah, true. that is very true. That's true. We may not like the team, but we can't right. doubt the name. I'll, right. give, I'll give you that. So mine, number three, would have to be uh, P. Willie, Patrick Willis. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he already hey, knows. I was a hey. huge fan when he was at uh, Ole Miss, yeah. rocking 49, yep. and then yeah. he became a 49er. Yep. That's he was it. so nasty. Him, him and Adrian Peterson, when they used to go up, oh. or even him versus uh, Steven Jackson. Oh, yeah. Man, P. Willie, number three. Even with that club on his hand, still yeah, killing. still killing the game. Still killing that's a good one. Shame yeah. he retired, right? He's yeah. Just yeah. He yeah. did nine years and then retired. Yeah. So, a lot of injuries, though. Yeah, a lot of injuries. Yeah. All right, so number two for me, uh, 
this will be tough for me actually uh because how inspirational he was to our culture i'd have to go with troy palomalu yeah palomalu, i yeah. love that i dig that yeah tp and i've had you know i've had matt tear in my face so <laughs> <laughs> i could definitely see how that's a, an advantage <laughs> Deion Sanders. Prime time. Oh, yeah. And so 21, playing defense. And so there's like a kind of a – I have a two-sided Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of a deal, right? So I can talk smack with the best of them, mm-hmm. and I can ball with the best of them, right? And prime time don't – has no qualm, no qualms about letting you know mm-hmm. how good he is. Yeah. And so yeah. when I had to play defense, yeah. I was that dude. For sure. I was that dude, for sure. Like, for sure. I hit hard. I'm fast. I'm smack. All of that stuff. Then I would let you know about it. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good one. Yeah, we on number two. Uh, my number two, I'm going to go with Megatron. Okay. Ooh, just because, you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he retired at his prime, so just imagine if you're still playing now. Yeah. yeah he was true. already breaking records at his prime, yeah, so yeah. just give him a little bit more. Yeah. And and his quarterback didn't even have a line. Yeah. Stafford Just imagine if he would have had a line he would have got way more touches, way For more sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we on? Two? Number yeah. two? Damn. Um I had to put him at I had to put him at number two too. Will be Troy Portamala. Yeah. Just because. I like that. Yeah. Respect, the culture, respect. Man. Yeah, the culture. And he was amazing. You could put him anywhere. Seriously. You could put him at he linebacker. Would, you could put him at safety. You could. He could line up at outside backer and still catch a deep ball. Absolutely. Right oh, and yeah. when he was sitting in the box. Yeah. yeah. When he split that uh, that screen. Oh, and man. He, he tackled Deshaun Jackson with his back. Jumping over the line to yeah. stop that goal line stop. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. He did, all, he did everything on yeah. defense. Revolutionized the game. And yeah, honestly, with the Rock, he was so big as a Polynesian, but – People didn't really know what ones were. But when Troy came out, yeah. everybody was like, when you know you're Polynesian, like, oh, you like that long hair guy? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. All day long. For sure. For sure. Head and it's Shoulders funny. commercial. It's funny because Head and Shoulders commercial. <laughs> the <new one>. There <laughs> was a bunch of other ones too that played with long hair, but they weren't as dynamic as Troy right. was, yeah. man. Yeah. And yeah. he did it on the biggest stages. Yeah. yeah. USC too. USC, yeah. Yep. Put yep. it on the map. Put yep. it on the map. All right. So number one for me is Dang. the reason mm-hmm. why I started liking football. He, I liked him when he was at the Niners. I followed him to the Eagles. I'd have to go with Tyrell Owens. Oh, really? yeah. He was my wow. favorite favorite player still to yeah. this day. Probably my favorite player. Yeah. Hey, you don't think he get a bum rap? He does get a bum rap, but I just <laughs> his his play talks for itself. Yeah. yeah. Speaks yeah. for itself. At least he didn't go crazy like AB did. Yeah. 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 True. I mean, where did he go? Chatt- Chattanooga or yeah, yeah. Tennessee Chattanooga. Yep. Yeah. So for sure, T.O. Number one, obviously, we've alluded to it all day long. Barry Sanders, right. for sure. Right. Wayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Sanders, uh, for sure. That guy um, made me want to play football. Right. Right. I watched him play one time, and I knew that I wanted to try to run the football, right? Mm-hmm. And I followed that dream all the way up until I got to college. Funny thing is, when I got to college, I came in as a running back, then they moved me over to defense. I started the next year as a defensive back, and – I was well on my way going to the NFL, um, definitely. I had no idea. I didn't care. So I wanted to play running back, run the ball. So once my coaches left, 
I got to sneak back over the offense. There you go. I finished um, number 13. I'm number 13 all time in KU's history for you know, all-purpose yards. That's number sick, three on, uh, Number three on That's the kickoff time. return list, you know, stuff hey. like that. So had a lot of fun. But that was just watching him, man. So he basically chipped your whole game. Yeah, he just yeah. took me all into that, man. And I just loved it. And I love the way he is as a person. And yeah, real humble person. cat, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my number one. Dang, uh, wait, actually, Megatron and him ended early, huh? 10 Both years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Right on top of the games. 1,500 yards a season. Yeah. Um, my number one, I'm going to have to go with Derek Carr. No. <laughs> okay. The reason, All right. The reason, we're going to end this early. No, no. The reason, because he, he broke the record with more, most passing yards in, in, NF, in uh, Raiders Fort history. Fred. We had a lot of good quarterbacks. And I truly really? believe he's gonna he's gonna bring a championship one one day, and he, he, really? he won't stop until he does it. You I might talk about him, didn't he go to Fresno? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought Fresno you were talking State. about Fresno. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> six touchdowns. I mean, six interceptions last game. Yeah, <laughs> bro, yeah, Mr. Gunshot himself. Right. <laughs> yeah, number one for me. Even though he probably killed somebody, got to be Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Yeah, man. I mean, probably. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Aaron Hernandez. Allegedly, <laughs> Aaron wow, Hernandez. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for me, playing linebacker was everything. And I, I really didn't know how to play. I, they just threw me a sophomore year mm-hmm. and then made it on my way to varsity. There it is. After just like three games. Yep. Fine. Seek and destroy. Seek, Seek and destroy. destroy. But also just because he's so motivational. Yep, even oh, off yeah, the field. Sure. Even off the field. I mean, even though he had that little run in. I mean, he's done nothing but try to, especially with all the riots that happened in Baltimore. Yeah. He's trying to speak to the people of Baltimore, you know? Yeah. Like. That's what real leaders do on and off the field. So, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. So that'll conclude our drop top segment. And uh, you wanna you wanna put out there any future endeavors you got coming up? I just constantly getting better. You know, every day working on my skill set and just try to be a positive role model for everybody. Yes, sir. You're that to I me. come in contact with. And, for sure. Uh, I get to learn just as much from everybody as they feel they learn from me. So the one thing that I would definitely want to expresses my appreciation and gratitude because even though y'all feel like y'all learn a lot from me, I get a chance to learn from you guys as well. Right. So that's huge for me. Yeah, cool, cool, for man. sure, man. Hey, I appreciate you coming on, man, for Absolutely. real. Just meeting everybody that, that's been part of my brother's life to help guide him from boy to man is... Boy it's, to me. Yeah, <laughs> it is, it's, uh, it's amazing, man, and I understand why he's changed. Because between you and Josh and even everybody at that gym, man, James, mm-hmm. I've talked to James a little bit here and there. And man, yeah. I appreciate y'all for yeah, real, for man. real. Him appreciate coming through you. with us, you know what I'm saying? It's a blessing. He's added to us. Right. right. So we, we're there. Right. But we need people to come in. And, you know, you got to have the right people. You got to have the right attitude. Know, attitude. Because we create a home culture there. And I think that's a big reason why, you know, Matt is so loved. Just mm-hmm. because, you know what I'm saying, he fits right in with what we see, our vision. Right? For sure. For sure. I appreciate it, especially for you coming on, sharing your story with us, your historic career. Yeah, know, man. I have a lot of stuff that, that I've went through, and I've just been a bystander, I guess, and just been able to enjoy it, you know. So I leave. I usually leave whatever accolades I've had or done like that up to my best friend. So it would have been a real great show if I'd have had all of them here. <laughs> right, they right, could right. speak towards it, you know. Right. <laughs> We de- and we definitely want to have you back on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I know, for sure. I know you have more stories for sure. Oh, yeah. Do you want to plug anything? Anything to plug? Uh, one of the sponsors that uh, me and my son are going to be messing around with is uh, Standard Company. Uh, they make 
gun holsters and whatnot. Hey. So I um, appreciate that. And for them, like, you know, looking in and giving us an opportunity to do jujitsu and be, you know, representing something. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. So standardco.com. Let me make sure I plug it correctly. <laughs> yeah, for to, sure. Had to get it. But for sure, man, I want also want to thank you for coming through, yep. sharing your positivity and your knowledge, man. Thank you for that, hey, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. And this should have they should have named you the the real beast mode, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna you you got the website to plug? Oh, it was Standard Co USA. Standard yeah. Co USA. Check that out. Yeah. Go ahead. For check sure. that out. And you want to give your handles out? Oh yeah. I mean, y'all already know the deal. Look up Top Block Podcast on IG. Uh, Twitter. Wait, do we have a Twitter page for Tough Block? No, we'll only for, for I Got Meter. Yeah, we'll so uh, it'll be Tough Block Podcast on IG. Then you can find I Got Media both on IG, Twitter. Then my handle is Tufele, T-U-F-E-L-E underscore. You can find me on IG and Twitter too. Uh, follow me on my Snapchat only right now. Super Meyer Bros with two eyes. Yes, you already know females only. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you have any handles you want to give up? No handles at all. I'm social media dark. Yeah. Hey, that's want to holler at me, holler at you. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Anybody want to take a class too at Gracie Humaita, especially Blue Diamond? This guy's amazing, amazing teacher, amazing person. Period. It makes you feel welcomed, and you don't have to be scared to step on the mats. Everybody there is really welcoming. So for sure, come take a class with Professor Mitch over here. Definitely for sure. come out. Hey. We'll help you. And you can find me everywhere at M-O-N-I-K-K-Z underscore. I'm on all platforms at that same username. And we want to thank everybody for listening again. Thank you, Mitch, for having, yeah. for c- coming to join us. Yes. And Bro. we out. We out. Bye. Bye. Two Philly. <laughs>